Hey, peeps, please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the family. All right, so now that that's out of the way, let's get into this. What is going on, crypto family? Hopefully everybody's doing great this weekend, spending some time with family and friends and getting your mind off the market a little bit. Problem is, people keep texting and emailing me and hit me up all the time with kind of the same questions over and over again. You know, like, is crypto dead? You know, when moon? You know, when profits? When's it gonna go mainstream? You know, but again, you know, it all kind of boils down to adoption. So I thought I'd put kind of this quick and dirty little updated video of kind of, you know, my thoughts on the market and kind of back it up with, you know, a little bit of, um, you know, I, I guess the my train of thought, you know, how come I'm thinking this way, you know, with some supporting articles. But again, you know, there's lots of assumptions here, lots of, you know, shooting from the hip. And at the end of the day, this is just my opinion, right? So um, as always, these interviews and everything that we cover on the channel is always free. I don't ever charge the companies. So any of the videos you see on here, those were always done, you know, for free. I never charged anything. You know, all this content was, you know, stuff that uh, you all asked me to cover or, you know, stuff that uh, I thought might be of value because of somebody asking for something in that vein, right? So all this stuff is always free. You know, take it with a grain of salt. Um, you know, some of the stuff that I'm going to be pointing at here um, is loosely interpreted, right? So for, you know, all you economics majors and all you scholars and and uh, everybody that wants to uh, debate and critique, you know, things, you're going to have lots and lots of, of ammunition, right? This is all just kind of like my loose interpretation, kind of my thoughts in general on the market. And so when people keep asking me, hey, well, what do I think about this? What do I think about that? I can kind of point them to this because, you know, my opinions, they may change later, but, you know, right now, this is kind of the way I, I think, um, kind of the way I think things are going to go. So let's just kind of dive right into this a little bit. So I guess, you know, with crypto, you have to kind of look and see, is it dead, right? Or does it just need adoption? Right. So and the biggest problem what we have in crypto is there isn't adoption. Some people say, hey, you know, it's been around for 10 years and it hasn't been adopted. It's dead. But has it? Has it really been around for 10 years? Yes, I understand Satoshi Nakamoto put out Bitcoin 2009, you know, the white paper, all that kind of stuff. But it didn't really, you know, it, it wasn't mainstream, right? So it's subjective on how you look at, you know, how it's been here for 10 years and people have used it or haven't. I would argue to say that it's mostly started, you know, seeing use and I would start the clock somewhere, you know, around 2016, maybe 2014, you know, somewhere around there. So I wouldn't say that, um, you know, it's been around for 10 years and it's dead. I would say most, you know, I would, I would say somewhere around 2014, 2016, somewhere around there is where I would start the clock. And then, you know, last year is where we saw the most adoption. And then, you know, right, basically when it started getting to the top, you know, people, you can call this, you know, some kind of conspiracy theory if you want, but people's ability to purchase Bitcoin was turned off. So at the height of the market, you saw credit card processing companies and everybody, you know, all the exchanges stop, you know, they stopped allowing their people to pay for crypto with credit cards. So there was no more money really coming in, right? You couldn't uh, use your banks, you couldn't use your credit cards. From that point, we saw it, we saw it start to uh, start to fall, right? Because there's no more new money coming in. So you can call it manipulation. We could do this whole video on that and, you know, all the different things that took, you know, took place. But I just kind of wanted to point point at, you know, for whatever reason, people shut, shut off the ability to pay for crypto, people high up. And now there's all these big banks, financial institutions, government entities, everybody that's ramping up for their own crypto stuff, right? So we've seen the price go way down. 
And I think we're going to see the price go back up once those institutions, once those big, big, <laughs> I guess I don't want to call monstrosities, but once those big guys come out and they, uh, they take the field, I think that's when we're going to start seeing the market go up even more, right? So, um, you know, that's just kind of, you know, just some some spitball right there for you guys, right? Yeah, nothing, nothing, uh, 100%, um, you know, factual there. And that's just my loose interpretation, just kind of my opinion. It looks like the uh, you know, it looks like the money was turned off to allow the big guys to come in and uh, scoop it up at a discount, and then and then you know basically uh, come in when they're ready and they've got their stuff built to make their money. Maybe they were tired of. Having their customers and clients, you know, why, why is that 18 year old over there? Um, or maybe they were tired of hearing, Hey, why is that 18 year old over there driving a Lamborghini? Right. Uh, how come he's making, you know, a thousand X returns and you know, we're making 7%, you know, what's the deal here? Right. So maybe they got tired of that and they all kind of got together and said, Hey, all right, let's put an end to this until we're ready. And then when we're ready, we'll come in and make the money. So that is just my conspiracy theory there. All right. That does not mean it is true at all. So I got some stuff here. This here's a pretty cool article. It's, um, sorry if I, if I butcher your name, but it's uh, Mr. Thornton. Um, he is on, uh, this is on Hacker Noon, looks like. This is a pretty good um, you know article and where he talks about what mass adoption looks like, right? So I'm not gonna go through all this, but I'll put a link in the description below so that way. It's a good article. He does a good job. Um, it's, pretty, it's pretty thorough and stuff like that, right? Um, and then for crypto, again, you know, like what does mass adoption look like? Well. I guess you kind of have to look at things that are similar, right? Or, you know, technologies and things of the past that we can kind of relate to today. So, you know, people like to, you know, basically say the internet and crypto are kind of like, you know, comparable, right? They say, you know, internet is version two, crypto is version three. There's lots of different people that say things like that, right? So if you look at the internet, right? And then you look at basically when we had adoption, right? It took like 21 years to get where we're at right now. We started off here at like, uh, what is that? 2.6 million people. And then up here, we're at 3.4 uh, billion people, right? So that's since 90, right? So that's uh, 28 years. If you go back to uh, 95, I think it was, there was uh, 44 million, right? So, so, yeah, there you go. So from here is where a lot of people basically start the clock. So you can kind of do the same thing with crypto if you wanted. You could say, well, this is the white paper, you know, or you can say this is, you know, this is the point where it started. Um, basic, you know, basically, you know, however you want to, however you want to look at this, you can interpret it however you want. But this started, the internet basically started here in 90. Um, in 95, it was 44 million. Now they're saying there's about 3.4 billion. All right. So if you look at crypto, um, let's see here. So here's total. So Cambridge uh, University, basically, they did a report. And again, a lot of this stuff is loosely interpreted. So I'm sure you guys can blast holes and all this kind of stuff. But again, these are just my opinions. All right, just my opinions, peeps. So they say that there's about uh, 5.8 million uh, Bitcoin wallets, I think. So it says the current number of unique active uh, users in cryptocurrency wallets is estimated to be between 2.9 and 5.8 million. So as you can see, there's a big gap. They don't really know either, right? That's one of the cool things about crypto. Yeah, you can track certain things, but you just don't really know. So anyways, they're saying there's about 5.8 million, right? So if you, you know, kind of look at that and you say, okay, so from, you know, 2013 to 2017, there was somewhere between 300,000 and 5.8 million wallets. Uh, that's 19X, you know, users over that, uh, you know, 10 year period. Um, you know, if we have a 21, 21 year period, kind of like we saw on the internet, 
you know, you could end up with like 720 million wallets, right? So those numbers aren't very impressive. Um, but, you know, again, those are just, um, you know, kind of loosely interpreted numbers. So we could end up with 720 million users, right? Based off of my very loose interpretation of this. So if you go from 5.8 to, you know, 720 million, that's, that's pretty cool, right? All right. Um, now let's talk a little bit about uh, social media. All right. And so the reason why I say social media is because there's a lot of users there, right? If people somehow incorporate, you know, their own token or cryptocurrency in social media, uh, it could be huge because basically Facebook has around 2.27 billion users. Twitter has about 336 million. YouTube about 1 billion. Telegram about 200 million. And Kick has about uh, 300 million uh, reported in 2016. So just those platforms right there, and I'm not talking about like medium ones, just, you know, that handful right there is like 4.1 billion users. So now if you have 4.1 billion users and they're all exposed to cryptocurrency in some form, they're able to see that they're able to pay and tip and do all kinds of things with some kind of electronic payment that doesn't require a credit card or any of that kind of stuff. It's just, you know, they're just sending the, these Facebook coins or Telegram coins like Tom, right? You guys know that it's coming. You know, something like that, you know, just say 10% of them use it, you know, so you got 4.1 billion users. If you got 10% of the people that use it, that's 410 million. Say they spend $189 in cryptocurrency. When I looked, uh, I found an article. I didn't pull it up for reference. I'm sure you guys can find it. It said Coinbase, their average um, user spends about $189 on their uh, Coinbase account. I think that's what I saw daily. It was like $189. So, if you take that $189 and you apply it to that 410 million people, you know, that's a 77 billion. And, and here is, you know, dollars. Okay, now here's where it gets funny, right? So it's, it's loosely known in the cryptocurrency space that the market cap, okay, right here, for every dollar you put in it, it raises this up about 50 bucks. Okay, that's just one of those common things that is said throughout the industry, all right? So we're gonna apply that here, all right? So again, there's holes in this too, right? So this is just my opinion, peeps. It is not, you know, this is not gospel, right? Not gospel at all. All right, so let's see here. So if you take the numbers, all right, where was I at? So you had 77 billion, right? Now you take that 77 billion and you times it by 50 bucks, all right? Because for every one of those dollars, it's loosely known that it raises the market cap up by 50. That gives us a market cap of almost $4 trillion just using social media that's and, and again these this is very loose because you know we're using coinbase's 189 dollar number we're using um, you know 10 percent of social media users spending 189 dollars right but i'm just saying this is one possibility where you will end up with almost a four trillion dollar market cap all right so four trillion that is like uh yeah it's pretty substantial right all right now let's talk about gaming now so for instance you look at this article here, it says that there is 2.3 billion active gamers in the world. All right, of course, not all of them spend money. All right, not all of them spend money, but there's gamers, right? And so and this even talks about uh, only 46% spend money on games. But let's just forget that number and let's just call it 10%. All right, so you got 2.3 billion gamers. Just say 10% of them spend like 10 bucks, all right, in crypto. So you're 2.3 billion gamers, take 10% of them, that's 230 million people. They spend 10 bucks in crypto. That's $2.3 billion, all right? Now, then we got that loose number, that 50, the 50X, right? To where the market cap goes up. You plug that in, you've got $150 billion market cap.
All right. So, you know, again, right now we're sitting at about 100 billion. So, you know, just that right there would, you know, over double where we're at right now. All right. Just, just in gaming. All right. I know that's not, you know, all that substantial. But again, these are loose numbers and just kind of my ideas. Now you want to start talking crazy numbers. Let's start talking crazy. Let's get crazy. All right. So, it's so crazy. I'm not even going to like, <laughs> I'm not even going to try to give an opinion on this. Well, I'll give you an opinion, but I'm not going to do the math because uh, this is way above my pay grade. And it is very subjective as to how much money is transferred uh, worldwide. But let's just say banks get into it. All right. Let's just say banks get into cryptocurrency and people really now start seeing the adoption. They start seeing the use case. They start seeing the ability to, you know, send, you know, crypto to and from people in four seconds, fearlessly or with very, very small fees. And it takes off like wildfire, right? This could take some time. It's not going to happen overnight. But if you look at the at the amount of money, you know, being spent, um, you know, from you know, by banks. Like, so this right here is, uh, it says just uh, the statistics for the UK is $73 trillion. Um, so $73 trillion um, is, you know, how much, you know, just in the UK, I guess, was wire transfer, right? Uh, you go here and, and you see that, um, what do we see here? Swift handles about $5 trillion per day. Um, so, I, I mean, there's, there's, it's just silly money. All right, it, it's silly money here. 900 trillion per year just for chips or chips handles about 400 trillion per year. Fedwire handles around 900 trillion per year. So again, those numbers are crazy, but just say, you know, a couple percentage points of that is in crypto. Imagine what that would do to the market cap, right? So if banking gets in, lights out, in my opinion, we're gonna start seeing some huge adoption, all right? Then you've got things like backed. You got things like uh, Fidelity. You got things like, um, you know, the, the futures and um, the ETFs and all those types of things that, again, it's so it's so speculative uh, how much money that could be. Um, just, I mean, we're talking, you know, Fidelity alone has trillions of dollars. If they just move a couple percent into crypto, that's going to boost up this market cap, right? So, again, I'm just going to, you know, touch on that and you guys can see that there's crazy numbers there that um, if you were to look at each one of those projects and figure out how much money could possibly come in from each of those, you're going to see astronomical growth in our market cap, potentially, right? Potentially, right? One thing that um, I just, you know, for, for some hopium here, right? And again, these are just some loose numbers here. All right. And this is outdated. This is outdated. But here's the stock markets. Okay. So this article here is a couple years old, but uh, it's, it's up more than this now. Uh, it's just clean and easy to read. So it has a good title that uh, is you, you can you can read right along with. But it says there's 60 uh, you know major stock exchanges in the world with a total value of 69 trillion dollars. All right. So let's get crazy again. All right. So this is an old article. Got it. But let's just say in the space, right? When it doesn't have to be in the space, just in financial markets, when people start testing the waters, they believe in diversity. If you know these well-established you know, money managers, right? They they don't just put all their money in one thing. They diversify, right? So let's just use 2% as a number, all right? So let's just say that um, these money managers, the stock market, all this stuff only adopts crypto to 2%, all right? Now let's get crazy. All right, so uh, you got $69 trillion, right? That you see right here. So if 2% of that would be $1.38 trillion, all right? So that would mean that you'd have $1.38 trillion coming from stocks, you know, going into the crypto because crypto uh, with all these security tokens and things like that, you're going to start seeing them more and more to where they're actually backed by something, right? So you're going to see 
um, security tokens where you're actually getting part of the revenue of that business or you're getting partial ownership of that business. And I think, like many others, that uh, STOs are definitely going to be a lot more prevalent going forward. You're going to see a lot more adoption. You're going to see a lot more use cases for them. You're going to see a lot more people start uh, you know, trading and stuff like that. So it is not crazy to think that 2% of the stock exchanges would adopt crypto, right? 2%. All right. So now we know that that's $1.38 trillion, which is 2% of the 69. Now, here we got that loose number again, where we 50X every dollar that comes in, you 50X it. That's what it does to the market cap. That's what everybody said for a long, long time. So that gives us a $65 trillion market cap or 650X where we are now. So that is pretty freaking crazy, yo. So imagine that 650X where we are right now, just a 2%. 2%. All right. But if you thought that was crazy, let's get crazier. All right. So here is the GDP or the gross domestic product. All right. For, for the globe. So you can see that this is from uh, Statistia. They got um, basically every year here is the, the global GDP. So you can see in 18, they're saying that it's uh, about 84 trillion right here. Um, 80 trillion in 2017. Here in 2022, they're saying it's going to be about 103 trillion. All right, let's use those numbers again. All right, so currently, let's just take the uh, let's take this number, the 2017. All right, so we go over here and we take the 2017 number, which is the GDP, about 80 trillion dollars, and let's just say two percent of that goes into crypto. Okay, that is 800 billion dollars, and then we take our our fun and our fun and maybe not so factual 50X number, and we plug that in. So your $800 billion or your 2% of this, multiplied by 50, which would raise the market cap up to about $40 trillion, all right? So you'd have a $40 trillion market cap or basically 400X where we are right now, or you would have a $1.28 million Bitcoin. Pretty freaking cool, right? Again, this is all just you know, I'm rolling dice here, people. This there is just kind of the way I, I look at things. It does not make it right. This does not make it, uh, you know, factual at all. Okay. This is just, you know, kind of like my, my opinions when I look at what's the chance that 2% of this is going to come in. I, I personally think it's pretty freaking high. Do I think it's going to happen overnight? Nah, but you guys want some crazy hopium? You guys want something even crazier? All right. So let's look at 2022 numbers, right? So let's get crazy. All right. So you got about a one point or sorry, $103 trillion um, GDP right there. So let's just say, you know, 2% of that uh, goes into crypto. All right. So that gives you, if you take that 103 and you figure out what 2% is, it's roughly, I think around uh, $2 trillion. All right. So then you take that 2 trillion and you multiply that by our, our, our fun 50X number, right? That gives you a $100 trillion market cap. $100 trillion market cap. Or... If you times that, that is a $3.2 million Bitcoin, all right? So a $3.2 million Bitcoin if 2%, um, you know, comes over. And and of course, this is all just complete, you know, just, it's just my opinion. It's just crazy speculation. None of this is 100%. Um, none of this is even, who knows, maybe it's, it's 0%. Maybe everything I'm just saying right here is just me talking out of my butt. But you, you've got to understand that Crypto offers a lot of really cool things. Um, blockchain itself is pretty amazing. You're starting to see all these big, you know, financial institutions that were talking crap on it, saying how horrible it is, how it's a scam, how it's all this, it's all that. They were secretly buying it. 
they were secretly buying it while bashing. So you know that they're bas- they're basically invested in Bitcoin. They have been. You can look and see where their money's gone. You can see that they've been buying Bitcoin while they've been bashing it. They've been buying crypto while bashing it. The whole way it's been going down. So when they actually enter the market with their own institutions, I think they're going to have, um, you know, quite the platform, and they're going to have the liquidity that they need, and they're going to be able to fill the orders. And I think you're going to see the market cap turn around. This is just kind of a waiting game in the meantime, because, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. This stuff isn't uh, ready yet. That's another big problem, right? So in 2017, it was all just basically just speculation, right? People were just buying stuff because their buddy said to. They weren't really using it in commerce. But when you see things like Venezuela and places like that, where cryptocurrency could actually save that entire class of people, because they could basically buy for goods and services with it, not have to rely on their government. They could actually use that money to leave that country or to, you know, to enrich the country, right? So I think crypto is definitely going to be awesome. It already is, but I think it's going to be you know, way, way better, right? But uh, again, I'm not telling anybody to invest or sell. Just keep an open mind. That's it. Um, you know, it's super early. You know, things just don't work yet. Um, and, and maybe the price is reflecting that. Maybe everything I just said is complete crap. And you got to remember, too, that everything that I mentioned in here, this is what I'm talking about with Bitcoin, all right? So, you know, I'm talking about Bitcoin. This There's a lot of crappy coins in here, right? Not every coin is equal. So there's a lot of stuff in here that shouldn't be here. And there's a lot of stuff in here that probably uh, is a security token that probably won't end up staying here. So just know that I'm referring to, you know, the, the top couple, right? So, and as we know, the basically the market cap here, 55% of that is Bitcoin, all right? So not all coins are created equal. There's gonna be lots of crappy ones, but you gotta tell me, you don't think that out of these 2000 uh, something coins here, there's, I forget, 2200 coins up here, something like that. That's one of the things that I miss about, uh, like on coin market cap, it actually shows how many, Tokens and coins are up there, you know, right here at the top. Coin Paprika, a lot of people have been telling me to use it. Um, it's got some really cool stuff, but I wish it told me exactly how many tokens and coins are up here. Anyways, sorry, I digress. Um, so anyways, you're telling me that out of these couple thousand, you know, tokens and coins, two of them won't be a success. A lot of people don't realize that in the tech space, in the stock space, things like Apple and Amazon, when they go up, a lot of the other tech stocks do as well. When they go down, a lot of the other tech stocks do as well. People don't realize that it's very similar to Bitcoin. Granted, the New York Stock Exchange has been around a lot longer, a lot more regulated, you know, it has, you know, it, it operates much, much smoother and people can say it's, you know, tamed or whatever. But what I'm getting at is, it moves as those two move, so do the other things. So it's very similar to Bitcoin, all right? And so right now, if you look Apple and Amazon, they're somewhere between 800 to 900 billion. They're down a little bit in market cap, all right? So each one is around, let's just call it 900 billion for easy math. So Apple right now is worth 900 billion. Amazon is worth um, 900 billion. So that's 1.8 trillion, all right? That's basically uh, 80X (laughs) where we're currently at just off those two in the crypto space. So you're telling me we don't have two, you know, two companies like that, you know, that uh, could really do some crazy things for the uh, the space and the market cap. Um, so to me, I think the future looks very bright. I think it's just very early and people were panicking because they got into this uh, blindly. You know, they got into cryptocurrency because a friend said to, you know, to buy, they can't lose. Hey, you know, this, this project over here looks amazing. And it ended up tanking. And so there's a lot of people holding lots of bags of lots of tokens that are probably crap. 
all right? Because they bought the hype, right? So for those people, I feel, you know, I feel horrible for, right? Um, we always have to make sure that we always do our due, due diligence. That's why, you know, one of the, the main things that, you know, I look at, um, you know, is, is the teams, right? The ideas, you know, the track record, stuff like that. And there's just so many people up here that just don't have that, right? Uh, there's just a lot of uh, marketing, a lot of marketing. And then with the market going uh, sour, like it has, a lot of these projects up here, you know, they're basically, you know, rubbing pennies together, trying to make them, trying to make them go as far as they can. Uh, so they don't end up shutting down because a lot of their money was, you know, left in Ethereum and Ethereum went from, of course, um, let's see here. So Ethereum went at its high. Uh, it was like $1,400. Yeah, see, $1,432 down to $84. So that is a significant uh, haircut, right? So people that were holding um, their, you know, basically all their company's money in Ethereum and some Ethereum wallet, and then this thing dumped and they didn't get rid of it. Well, they got $84 Ethereum instead of $1,400 or just say $600 or whatever. And that's really hard to sustain a business, especially if you're, you know, floating around the world in yachts and, and, and jets and, you know, spending monies, um, you know, from investors, uh, you know, without them, you know, without their best interests in mind. Um, there's a lot of projects we know that did that, right? So that is not cool. So there's going to be a lot of projects here that fall off. So I guess my, my ramble here is um, not all coins are equal. All right. So be careful what you invest in. Make sure that um, if you're going to participate in crypto, you know, you always get some financial advice from a professional, not just some dude on YouTube. Everything that I just told you right now is just my personal opinion. I really think that um, if any one of these things hit, we're going to see um, for the speculators that want to see crazy gains, you're going to see it happen you know, very, very quickly. We just need one of these things to work. So if Facebook introduces a coin, if Telegram introduces a coin, um, you know, if Twitter, um, somebody with a really big, massive audience that like YouTube, whatever, just overnight they're bam, now in crypto, you're going to see it take off like crazy because you're going to have a real use case. You know, if you see banks adopted, you're going to see a real use case. If you see the New York Stock Exchange, I mean, I know we got back and all that kind of stuff coming, but I'm just saying if they start trading, like they're talking about tokens instead of paper, you're going to see some, some crazy stuff. So this is very, very early people. I totally disagree with the comment. It's been around for 10 years. You know, if, if we were going to get adoption, we would have had it already. It's dead. I just, I, I disagree with that. So I think the longer we wait, you know, the happier we'll be. Um, and if we're checking the charts every single day looking for gains, it's probably a pretty miserable existence. I'll be honest with you guys. I don't check the charts maybe once, maybe twice a week. It's not something I enjoy doing. Um, we don't have anything yet that's newsworthy, that is really awesome, that's going to get people to um, really start dumping money back in. Right now, what you see is a lot of high-frequency trading bots and whales manipulating the market, I believe, um, to kind of push the price down even lower. And then next quarter, I think we're going to see some of these things that we, we're expecting to see this quarter start happening next quarter. And I think we're going to start seeing you know the price go up. So. For everybody that's uh, asking me, you know, where do I think it's all going to end up? I think we're going to end up, you know, in a much, much better place. But I think that the market is going to go down before it goes up. So if you're thinking, hey, this is going to happen right now, I better go out and buy a bunch of Bitcoin. Be careful. Be careful. I don't think the worst is over yet. I think we still have 
uh, further down to go. So by no means am I saying to go buy crypto or go sell crypto or anything like that. Again, these are just my personal opinions and I just wanted to put this little rambling commentary out there for everybody that keeps asking me, you know, what's going on with the market? Is Bitcoin dead? Is crypto dead? Um, what's it going to take for this stuff to work? So this here is just some very loose numbers, very loose interpretations of articles. Um, just kind of my, you know, opinion on things. It can obviously change later, but uh, that's currently how I see things. Um, I'm never one of those guys that just uh, says something one time and, and I never ever reevaluate what I say because things change. We have to be fluid. We have to, you know, know that uh, not everything works the way that we think it will. And so we have to adapt, right? Adapt, evolve, right? Anyways, I think there's great things coming for crypto. I think it's just a matter of time. So if you're all a little patient, I think you'll see it too. Anyways, love you. God bless. Catch you on the next one. Hey, peeps, just a friendly reminder, Crypto Beatles shows are never financial advice, recommendations, or trading strategies. The views expressed here are solely that of Robert Beatles and his guests. Robert Beatles is the co-founder of the Monarch Wallet, host of Trading View Sessions, Crypto Beatles on YouTube, and on several entities. Robert's opinions here do not reflect that of those entities. Some information shared here may not actually be factual. These shows are for information and entertainment purposes only. Never invest a single Satoshi or penny in anything without first seeking the counsel and advice of a professional financial advisor. Robert Beatles is not a financial expert or advisor. Investing in anything is super dangerous. You can lose all of your money, so always trade at your own risk. Please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the family. All right. God bless you. Love you. Till the next one. Talk to you soon.